This is the Final Whistle podcast from the Wrexham AFC media team. The final score, Wrexham nil, Wealdstone nil. Ashamed that that scoring run from the start of the season has ended. More importantly, ashamed that Wrexham have dropped two points and failed to build on the momentum that was built with those two spectacular wins against Aldershot and Kings Lynn. In some ways, it was predictable that this was a much tougher affair. Certainly, Wealdstone are a much better side than either of those two. And although, you know, there are points to be made to argue uh, in favour of the players and the manager, nonetheless, it's, it's got to be said that we, if we're going to try and push on, we've got to be winning as many home games against sides in the bottom half of the table as possible. So, in and of itself, this game isn't a disaster, but it is a slightly worrying trend that we need to address swiftly five goals in six home games isn't really what this squad should be providing and Rex made one change from the team that put six goals in last weekend with Rob Lainton returning in goal for Christian Dibble and to be fair, in the first half, or certainly the first 20 minutes, Wrexham looked impressive and made a few decent half chances. The first one was a peculiar one, with Ben Toza driving the ball over the top, trying to put Jordan Davis clear. It was a brilliant run by Davis. He spotted that Ponticelli had dropped off, run into the hole, and he was one-on-one with the keeper. The ball was just too strong for him, but at full stretch, he managed to get a touch trying to control it, and although he couldn't, that touch nearly steered it beyond the goalie and into the corner of the net. So it would have been something of a fluke. And, well, it would turn out by the end that Wrexham really rather needed a bit of a fluke to help them out. Yeah, the pressure at first was good. Uh, Toza slinging in a long throw in. The goalkeeper, George Wickens, who would be crucial in this match, punching it clear. Uh, James Jones doing really well, a clever little header down to Jordan Davis, who maybe had a chance just to steer it towards goal before the keeper got back. But in the crowded box, he tried to hook it back in, got a bit too much on it. Mullen did well, though, to get up at the far post and head it on target. And the combination of defender and goalkeeper managed to scramble the ball away. Another chance came after a good burst down the left-hand side, Davis... And Hosanna doing well, Young picking the ball up and drilling a, a typical 20-yard strike. The keeper didn't move, it whistled just past the left post, unlucky that. And then as Wrexham continued to try and put pressure on, moments later, it was a, a hooked ball over the top by Luke Young. And Paul Mullen found himself one-on-one with the keeper. But there were two defenders right breathing down his neck and Mundlesmith in particular did really well to put pressure on him. It was a difficult ball to control and Mullen just wasn't able to get a shot off. Around the 25th minute mark, the game started to change though. Wrexham had been dominant up to this point. Wheelston liked to pass the ball out from the back and Wrexham's, well, one of our strengths is pressing teams that play out from the back and we were doing it very well and causing them issues. However, they started to cause problems for us when they did finally start to get the ball down and play it around to feet and also crucial for them was Reese Brown their number 10 who had a, an eye-catching game I'm not going to say an excellent game and I'll explain why in a moment he Wrexham's midfield was stepping up to help the press there was a bit too much of a gap between the midfield and the defense and he was very intelligently dropping off into that space and started to take up all sorts of wonderful positions 
the reason I don't want to overpraise him, apart from the fact he misses two great chances in the second half, is that he didn't tend to make the most of those situations. He was quite eye-catching the way he found space. He was eye-catching the way he would try and run at people. But his first touch was horrible. And often, having found that space, his first touch would actually take him backwards in the midfield to get back into position. But, as I said, Wheelston did start passing it through the lines. Well, there were some really nice passages of passing play by them. As they got out of trouble deep. They also got caught in possession sometimes. But they played some nice stuff. And came up with one near opportunity. When Cooper played a ball over the top. Umera, their top scorer, was chasing after it through the middle. Linton very quick off his line. To ultimately get there comfortably ahead of the striker. And then Wrexham carved out some more opportunities. As the half ended. Beginning around the half hour mark. Massive credit first to the two strikers, Ponticelli tracking back to the edge of his own area to stop a shot from getting struck on goal. And the ball was cleared. Mullen, completely isolated, did brilliantly to hold the ball up and, and, and in the end draw a free kick. And this was a passage of play where Wickens, a goalkeeper, really started to come into his own. Jordan Davis, an excellent delivery from the left-hand side. Hayden met it with a perfect header at the far post, and the keeper made an absolutely fabulous save. The ball arriving about halfway up uh, the right post, and pure in in instinct, just managed to get his hand to it, and make contact with the inside of his forearm, knock it over the bar. Wonderful reflex save, that. Wrexham kept pushing on from the corner. The ball was half cleared. Young drove a shot in from 20 yards. Probably wouldn't have seen it straight away, but again, Wickham was down to push the ball around the post for a corner. And from that corner, Young swung it to the far post. Tozer got up well, arched the header back over the keeper, who did really well at full stretch, to tip it over. Three saves in the space of a minute, keeping Wheelstone in the game. Wrexham had a couple of late opportunities as well. A couple of minutes before the break, a big diagonal by Toza and a nasty collision between Hosanna trying to break through the middle and Tavares and also the goalkeeper. I've, I've, I've got to say, I, I, I was worried at the time for the keeper and how he was. And Wilson had no sub-keeper on the bench either. He looked to have been knocked out. Um, but he did manage to carry on and complete the game. Tavares took a knock, he was okay. Went off in the second half, though. Uh, Hosanna actually would have to come off at half-time. So it did look worrying, but in the end, the keeper, who looked the worst uh, damaged, was able to carry on. And then one last opportunity for Wrexham, and it could easily have yielded a goal in the last minute of the half. Toza slinging in another throw-in, which was only half-cleared. Jordan Davis met it cleanly on the volley on the edge of the D and put it about a yard wide of the right post. Second half, but Wrexham came out looking a bit more aggressive, a little bit more fresh, and made a, an early opportunity. Davis swinging in the corner, Lennon attacking it, but not properly able to get contact, and the ball deflecting over the bar. But Wheelston started showing their threat as well. Cooper struck a powerful free kick, Lainton with his only real save of the day, lunging to his right to push the ball away. In the 57th minute came a, a key moment. There was a ball played into the box, Half cleared, Hall Johnson attacked it on the edge of the area. Cooper, not realising he was coming round the side of him, went to try and hook the ball clear and caught Hall Johnson. The referee seemed to hesitate for a moment and then gave the free kick to Wrexham just outside the box. It was in the box. Um, that, that's a fact. I have sympathy for the ref, please don't get me wrong. 
Uh, he's got to make a decision on seeing it the first time. So I'm, I'm not bleating about refs stealing things from us at all. Linesman maybe should have helped him out as he's obviously got a good place you'd think to see it. Um, but when you look at the footage, you can see that Cooper, his standing leg, his toe is on the line of the penalty area and he is facing his own goal and stretching towards his own goal to volley it clear. So clearly his leg is stuck out into the box and he catches the bottom of Hall Johnson's leg. But the free kick given instead, Mullen stepped up and went for power and struck it very well, aiming for the top right corner. But it was directly above Wickens who managed to get up and make a good reflex save and palm it over for a corner. Then again, another passage of play where Wrexham have corners, but they couldn't really create anything. A couple of minutes later they did though. A lovely piece of play by Davis picking out Cameron Green who would come on for Hosanna so great diagonal lovely take as well by Green and he swept it into the box James Jones a fantastic chance 15 yards out D didn't adjust his body shape and put it badly wide this was a, a real opportunity while this was happening Wheelston were moving it around and uh, making some opportunities and just after the hour mark well either side could have uh, made the difference firstly it was a terrific again ball by Young on the diagonal to Green Green but another great cross in Mullen was attacking it at the far post Wickens the keeper stretched I think he may have just got a tiny touch to it and Mullen stuck his hand up to try and knock it into the empty net made contact with his hand and got himself a yellow card if Wickens hadn't got his toes, fingertips to it May well have been Mullen would have had a simple finish. It was another good ball in by Green. Hyde was brought on then, back from injury, four Ponticelli before Wheelston, who had looked dangerous breaking forwards, uh, had their two big moments to win the match, both squandered uh, by uh, the guy that I was uh, <laughs> mentioning earlier as maybe needing to have a bit more end product, Reese Brown. First one, oh dear, I mean. I've got to be honest, having looked at the footage, it doesn't look quite as bad on the footage as it was in reality. Umera got the ball down a left channel and tried to run at Hayden. Hayden did really well to restrict his space, and Umera tried a hopeful shot from a tightish angle. Hayden was right in his face and, and inevitably got the block in. But it spanned to Brown, all on his own, about 15, 10 yards out. Glorious chance, just stick it in the net. It was a sitter, and he took a touch for some reason. A touch that took him away from goal. He then starts like hunching over, trying to chase it. And Harry Lennon, well, made a fabulous tackle, a risky tackle, because he jumped in from a hell of a long way out. But obviously he was thinking, this is a goal, and he's doing something desperate. And he managed to get a foot to it and poke it clear. A horrible mistake. And there was another one coming up again by Brown. This time Cook, the right-sided centre-back, overlapping and sweeping a wonderful cross of the far post. Brown, unmarked, six yards out, planted a header over the bar. You know, how often do I say it arrived a bit high for him? I don't think this one did. He collapsed into the goal mouth, holding his head in his hands. Quite right. It was a glorious opportunity. Wrexham made a third change, and it was a predictable one, really. James Jones hadn't had the happiest of games. Dan Jarvis came on to replace him and try and add a bit of creativity, but Wrexham struggled, really, in the closing stages to really carve out a good chance. Mullen, cutting in from the left, tried a curler, didn't get it right, and it went comfortably wide. Then the big chance in the closing stages, Jarvis and Green combining nicely, pulling the ball in for Davis, who crossed it. Ball fell for Young, who shot inside the box, was blocked and span out on the right, and Mullins did ever so well, burst past his man, drove the ball into the goal mouth, and Jake Hyde with a glorious chance, six yards out, and he completely missed the ball. 
It's Wrexham with a hell of a chance of 11 minutes left to clinch it. After that, there were more opportunities. Jarvis winning the ball well, high up the pitch. Hyde laying the ball off nicely. Mullen driving in the right channel, trying to blast it into the top right corner, but not quite keeping his shot down successfully enough. And there were a couple of threatening free kicks by Davis late on, swung into the goal mouth, but they were dealt with by the Wheelson defence, who defended well and got themselves a clean sheet that they probably deserved, and the keeper certainly deserved. So really frustration. There were a couple of boos at half-time. There were a lot more full-time. And I totally get that. Um, I mean, I've, I've, I've got to try and give a bit of perspective and say that you know, we are a National League team, so we, we can't have the attitude of, oh, we just ought to beat Wilson. They're 16th in our division. They were in our division last year. We don't have the God-given right to beat them. But having said that, we spent a lot of money this year. And if we want to be going for the title, um, which was still a possibility, certainly before this match, uh, the table looked good. If we won our game in hand, we'd be six points off the top. We've got to start being relentless and and grinding results out. If we'd won this one, if we'd got that penalty, for example, and won it 1-0, it would have been an ugly win. It would have been an unimpressive win, but it would have been a win. And that's what gets you the title, being able to find ways to win in different matches and different circumstances. Um, Wheelston deserve a lot of credit. I thought they played good football. Their midfield trio used the ball sensibly and were extremely industrious. Umera up front is a good uh, striker who ran the channel as well. Brown, you could uh, <laughs> you could see that he could be dangerous, but you could also see why he's uh, not progressed higher up, having started off his career in the Football League, because his end product didn't match the, the sense of threat that he brought to the game. Looking at the Wrexham side, Lainton, apart from that one save from the free kick, which, which I think you'd probably expect him to save, uh, didn't have anything really to do. The back three, I thought, were very good. When they were put under pressure, Wheelston passed the ball nicely, but didn't tend to threaten all that much in the box. Toza was dominant in the air, played some good diagonals out to try and spark moves. Lennon carried the ball forwards well and made that excellent tackle to make sure Brown didn't get a shot off. And Hayden was probably the pick of the three, actually, especially in the second half when Umera started working the left channel and really getting at him, and Hayden dominated him. It was a, a good, strong defensive performance by Hayden. Didn't use the ball as well as maybe he could have done sometimes when he had a chance to come forward in the first half, but his primary job is to be a centre-back. He did that very well indeed. Centre-mid, Yuk Young made some sloppy mistakes, few little sloppy passes, but he was driving the team forwards. He got a couple of good shots off and he tried to make things happen, tried to play those diagonals to get things moving. A decent performance by him. Thought Jordan Davis, probably our best player, really working hard to try and come deep and get the ball and, and run at people, put in some very good set pieces as well. My call, I think, from man of the match, to be honest. And um, I cursed James Jones, I'm afraid. I wrote my article on the leader praising him last Friday. And he had a ropey game, to be honest. He really didn't use the ball well. And it was no real shock when he was brought off for Dan Jarvis, I'm afraid. I like Jones a lot, and he showed a lot of energy in battle. But uh, this, this wasn't his game. Up front, I felt sorry for Mullen. I felt sorry for both the strikers, to be honest with you. Uh, Mullen fighting away, uh, having to create his own chances to an extent, couldn't quite work the keeper like he'd have liked to. And Ponticelli was given no opportunities, really. There were no balls in that he could use. Again, he put in a very hard-working shift, trying to create space for Mullen, um, but didn't get a sniff of goal himself. The wing-backs, I forgot. <laughs> sorry. Uh, Hall Johnson's good. 
I thought Hall Johnson did very well. He was very progressive, got up the pitch, put some dangerous balls in, battled, won the ball high at the pitch as well. And on the other side, Hosanna had a good first half, trying to get at his man. Then he got hurt, of course, but he, the injury itself showed he was trying to get into good positions. And then Cameron Green had a very good second half when he came on to replace him, put some good delivery into the box, like I said. Possibly the best delivery into the box, apart from Davis's set pieces, came from him. The other subs, Jarvis... Only had 17 minutes to make an impression, but I uh, did all right, actually. Led a few breakaways. He was staying up the pitch. We had more of a double pivot with him playing the two strikers, and uh, he linked up play well. And the other uh, the other sub, of course, was Jake Hyde, who battled away, maybe could have got a bit more protection from the, the referee. But certainly coming back from injury, showed some heart. Shame he missed that opportunity, though, which would have really changed matters a bit. So, yeah, frustrating. It was... a uh, disappointing to see us drop two points when we had a chance to make it three wins in a row and, and really push ourselves up the table and, and a bit closer to the top of it but when we go again on tuesday would we take four points from those two games possibly yeah so if we can win a halifax maybe things won't look so bad but it was frustrating this one wheelston maybe haven't been given enough credit for the way they played they defended well they used the ball well but yeah in, in all honesty Wrexham again didn't show enough inventiveness and maybe that's the concern that apart from those two great away games we haven't been really opening teams up and we haven't been consistently scoring we're consistently scoring one a game but finding it difficult to find more than that and on this occasion well for the first time of the season we didn't get any with the final score of Wrexham nil, Wheelstone nil, I'm Mark Griffiths from Wrexham AFC. This is the Final Whistle Podcast from the Wrexham AFC media team.